Welcome to Being Better Podcast, where we explore the things that make us happier, wiser, and more productive beings. Hi, my name is Julia, and I am your host. Every week, I take a concept, a technique, or a story to learn how it can make us better. I hope that this show can help you become the person you've always wanted to be. So here we go. Welcome back to Being Better Podcast. I am very happy you're here and I hope you're having a lovely day. And I am doing great because I'm very excited to talk with this week's guest. And today I will have the pleasure to talk with my lovely friend Kat Gonzalez. And Kat is a fellow podcaster. Her show is called Growing with Kat and you can find the show, the link to the show in the show notes. And Kat, on her show, she talks about self-love, productivity, mental health, and just how can we reach true well-being. She also has a blog, which again, you can find the link to it in the episode description. And also Kat recently published a workbook, which can help you kickstart the year with setting the right goals, manifestation, planning, and it can just help you make 2021 into a very, very good year. And also the year when you just finally get your shit together, which I think we all need after 2020. But, you know, without further introduction, I will just let you enjoy Kat and her beautiful voice. Kat, how are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing fine. I'm very excited about this conversation. I think, you know, it's very nice to have someone to talk to because sometimes I'm like sick of uh, hearing myself uh, on the podcast. <laughs> Just me. <laughs> I, it feels like, you know, uh, my internal internal monologue, which I experience all the time, but then, you know, everyone can listen to it. And yeah. sometimes that's a bit too much. <laughs> so I'm very happy to have you here thank you and i'm happy to be here <laughs> yeah how are you feeling what was what have you been up to today um well i am i am posting an episode today so i was working on that before i got on to here um so excited also this being my first interview a little bit scared because i don't like i'm I don't want to mess up. <laughs> I just don't want to yeah, mess I up. Yeah, I think there is no pressure. I mean, we are just having a conversation about what or what we struggle with. Yes. And, you know, the fact that you have already uh, recorded an episode before that, it's impressive, I think. It's just, you know, at, at some point, I think we're all just going to be sick of recording ourselves. <laughs> um, but... I think I wanted to say that because I didn't have the chance to say it earlier that I just love listening to your voice. Thank you. Uh, your voice is like so sweet and so soothing. And when I listen to your podcast and when your episodes, it just makes me makes me feel like, I don't know, I'm listening to like some kind of a fairy tale because it's just like so soothing. Like Thank if you. you were my mother, I promise you, like making me fall asleep would be so easy for you. <laughs> People, a lot of people say that. People say, like, I should do ASMR 
and the, because my voice is so soothing and i'm like I, yeah i mean you are whispering a lot in your podcast yeah i do and i don't even mean to it's just more like i don't want to sound so but loud in my though. headphones but that's good i think i mean i'm not really i don't really get asmr so i don't really know like okay good 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 <laughs> like i don't know what are the benefits or why is it so pleasing so but i just i i think that it's actually it works when you're doing it this uh the whispering it just like it really does make you fall asleep <laughs> so i mean I, I mean that's not ideal when it comes to podcasting but hey you know, for everyone, each for each their own some people listen to podcasts to fall asleep some listen to learn some listen to laugh that's why there's such yeah. a array of podcasts and different voices and different people yeah i love that i was like the only thing that bugs me when i was listening that i was looking for a different podcast is that i was looking for a podcast in spanish to learn spanish mm-hmm. and i couldn't really find like i didn't really find anything that would be interesting but like not only just educational but also interesting and then when i was looking for podcasts in english then i realized that a lot of spanish podcasts have poor uh, have english uh, titles and it was just so annoying because when i wanted to find spanish podcasts i couldn't find any and then when i wanted to find english podcasts then i could only find spanish podcasts that's so so that, that was so weird i don't know why that was relatable right now but you know because we were talking anyway. about podcast <laughs> yeah okay anyway <laughs> not let's not go to all on of all of that tangents because i that could just take Hours. so long yeah um so right cat at the beginning of the show uh, of each episode i have a segment which is called recommendations and during the segment, I just recommend something that I found interesting or educational for, for the listeners to check that thing out as well. And the recommendation can be a book or a movie or a series or a podcast, a YouTube channel. Uh, it can be even a physical product or a digital product. It's just something that the listeners can experience themselves and uh, something that can they can have fairly easy access to. So... Is there anything that you've recently enjoyed that you would like to recommend to the listeners? I mean, it can be whatever you, you'd like. So actually, I've been wanting to get more into like speaking because speaking has always been like, like speaking in front of people has always been like my worst trait. Like I can't, like I get so bad, like so much bad anxiety, just like speaking in front of people. And I bought this job. So yeah. (laughs) So yeah. So I bought this book about public speaking and sadly I left it in my room. I'm in like you know, I'm in the closet right now. So um, it was called Public Speaking. I got it from Barnes and Noble. It was like eight bucks and it teaches you how to speak like tone, um, pace and all that good stuff of having like speaking better, I guess you would say. I cannot find it right now though like i'm on right now barnesandnoble.com i'm gonna attach it i'm gonna attach uh, the link to that book uh, to the show notes so uh, the listeners can find it and i'm also really interested because i personally don't 
really have a problem with public speaking but then when I do it I just catch myself doing so many like stupid mistakes and <laughs> I do a lot of ums and yeah. I say like not that a lot but I say like a lot and then during the podcast when I record the podcast I also say and so or just those little phrases and they then when I listen to it when I edit the podcast it just makes me so annoyed yeah. so I think <laughs> that I could also really benefit um from reading that book so we will uh, the book will be attached in the show notes awesome yeah so I think we can now move on to our main topic of the conversation and just so you know, we, uh, me and Kat found each other because of our podcast. And then when I reached out to you, I just immediately, immediately fell in love with your personality and just how much heart you put into your work. Um, you. <laughs> because you, you do so much. And I mean, you're probably one of the most, uh, you, you're the most hardworking person that <laughs> I mean, you. I know. Uh, I mean, you said that you've been recording the episode before you've recorded this one. Uh, so, yeah, how how do you do it all? How do I do it all? Oh, that's a good question. Um, so usually I plan like my... Okay, so usually I have like a goal every month and I write it on a whiteboard and then I kind of take that big goal and I divide it into like the weeks and then the days. So like I usually like post episodes on Tuesdays, Thursdays and Fridays. So I know, okay, Tuesdays, Thursdays and Fridays, I need to put the links to the emails, to the blogs. Um, It's just being very organized and having like at least everything together and all your stuff together but trust me sometimes it gets hard because I remember one day I literally like forgot to even do anything for an episode I don't know why it just slipped my mind and the day of posting the episode I was creating the blog I was creating the YouTube I was creating everything and it made me realize like oh my gosh like this is why I keep everything in advance of time something that also helps though is every night writing what you should be doing in the morning so you at least wake up and you know like what you need to do it's like okay I need to get this this and this done and usually I don't put too much on my plate I usually have like top three goals so like finish an episode or record or this so if that's all I get to it doesn't feel so much pressure on myself that I have to finish like this whole to-do list of like 50 things yeah I think that planning and just having a calendar is something that people don't really appreciate how important it is and, and how game-changing can it really be. And yeah, I think that if I could recommend only one habit for people to start in 2021 is to keep a weekly or even daily to-do list because I Definitely. think that it can make accomplishing all of the rest of their goals so so much easier completely like a, a, a planning is planning is game changing but speaking of work of doing uh, hard work uh, doing work can be really hard and we often fall prey to procrastination and this is what we will be talking about this week and I mean 
exactly. Look at that segue. I mean, I'm really proud uh, of that. I was, I guess I was born to do podcasts. Um, okay, anyway, uh, let's, let's just talk about procrastination. Is it a big part of your life? Um, so it was a lot like growing up, like, um, when I was in high school, I procrastinated a lot in school, mostly because I went to an art school, actually. So I was in visual arts. So, um, I drew, I drew, I did photography, I did all that stuff, but g- doing all that stuff against other people who have much better skills than you, you kind of feel like crap you feel like you can't be as good as them so I I procrastinated a lot for the fact of I didn't like how my pieces would look so I would literally be like sketching something and I would take like a month to do an art piece and like let's say we had a month right I would take like weeks of just sketching it or just drawing like bs and then like paint it like for a week hate it so the day of needing to turn in a piece I would come with a completely different piece completely different like but then i mean i don't know if that counts as procrastination because you uh consistently did something throughout the month right so it's um it's the way of like not doing what needs to be done it's like procrast you can procrastinate and you can do stuff but you can still be procrastinating in something like let's say if i have to record an episode right or do an episode but then i'm like oh but i need to do this 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 and this so i start doing all these little things that are really not important and then it leads me to having to do this podcast last minute if that makes sense so i feel like that yeah. can be a way yeah. of procrastination and a lot of people i feel like end up doing it like that like i used to do it like that where i would do so many other things instead of the true things that i needed to get done which led me to then last minute get everything done and it not look as good as if I took the time and not did those little mini things yeah I know these these little things are like something that still make you feel good because um like they usually are still like some kind of a work yeah that you do and they're still I mean quote productive so yeah. you're still doing something and you it makes you feel good about yourself and I mean, but that still is not what you're supposed to be doing. So it's yeah. the, it's the kind of procrastination. I think it's the worst kind of procrastination because you you feel good about yourself because you are. I mean, you are working. It's just that you are not doing what you are supposed to. And this is, I think, something that I've recently caught myself doing a lot because, um, similarly to you, when um, like a couple years looking back I think that I was I was procrastinating procrastinating so much more than I do now and it was just like normal procrastination with movies videos or just laying around scrolling through my phone yeah and I learned that I don't want to do that and I felt guilty for doing that and now I've sort of I'm, I switched more to doing that kind of procrast- uh, productive procrastination, which still makes you feel good. Yeah. And it, it's much more, much more dangerous than, than the normal one, because then you, it's harder for you to catch yourself uh, doing something that you don't really want to do. Yeah. And I think we can use produ- productive procrastination, which I think we're going to talk about later on. 
in this episode. However, I think it is still dangerous and we have to have it under control for it to work for us. Yeah. I actually really like how you call it productive procrastination because I've never thought of it like that. So the way you say productive procrastination, it's like it's a perfect way to explain it. Like if you had to explain it to anyone, productive procrastination is like key. Like I like just how you said that. I can't I cannot take the credit for it because <laughs> I actually heard about the concept in like I think it's, it was in like another podcast or or yeah. a, or an interview or something like that. So I cannot take all the credit but I think I would let's say I would call it that anyways because yeah. I'm super creative and inventive. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> okay. So um so we are, I would say that we are procrastinators, not like super bad. It's not, you know, addiction or, you know, chronic disease in yeah. our case yet. But but I think it's bad. Uh, it, could, it can be bad. And I was just thinking, um, I wanted to ask you, what, what do you do when you procrastinate? What are the types of uh, activities that you do um, when, you, when you have to do something else and, and you procrastinate? Um, shoot. So, dang, that's a good question. What do I do? I'll end up um working on different projects. So, like, if I need to get, like, an episode done, because that's just the easiest thing that comes to my mind, or get, like, my usual stuff done. But then I'm like, dang, I kind of don't want to do that. So then I'll just, like, create a whole new project or start working on a whole different project or start editing, like, my future videos. Like, I'll start doing something that just, it can be, it can be, like, put away, like, put off. Like, when I was saying that I did a video, like, last minute, I literally, that day of, like, the day of I was editing all my future episodes that were like in like two weeks I was editing those instead of editing the one important one that I needed so it was kind of like really like what am I doing and then sometimes I'll I'll start creating like I'll start creating but then I'm I'm procrastinating if that makes sense like just how you said it productive procrastination like that explains me to a T I'll just start doing other stuff for my business that can be like it can be pushed off like it doesn't need to be done right then and there but I'll do it right then and there because I don't want to do anything else or sometimes I'll catch myself you know scrolling through and like you know studying like looking at people's hashtags looking at different like reels or tiktoks I'll start going through and it comes to a point where I'm like I'm not even doing anything like I'm really just looking at just videos over videos it's like come on cat like get it get it together like so sometimes I have to catch myself yeah but I don't think that I mean it's it's good that you don't uh, fall prey to the like normal type of procrastination and you have enough discipline to not, you know, spend your whole day doing like really meaning- meaningless stuff uh, like, you know, uh, social media, scrolling yeah. through social media, which is not serving you because I think social media can be used productively and we can yes. learn a lot, but it's it's not that easy. And I mean... I should not be surprised because with the amount of work that you do, 
it would be hard for me to believe that you do these kind of, you know, meaningless procrastinations. So um, I used to, so I made this thing. It, it was last year, like um, like almost the end of last year. I used to, I'm not even joking, like I used to wake up, scroll through Instagram. I used to follow so many people and I would need to like every single thing like oh, i you're had this to. kind of person who likes everything that's yes. cute i had to though like it was like it became a point where it was like an addiction where like if i didn't scroll through like i would stop everything i'm doing and if i'm scrolling through instagram and if i'm not finished i would literally say like hey i can't go right now like i have to finish this and literally it's just me liking people's pictures so i made it a thing that i would produce more than i consume because I feel like sometimes, I feel like procrastination comes a lot from fear. Um, because it could be the fear of not doing something perfect. So a lot of times someone may procrastinate, like I used to procrastinate because something wasn't perfect. And it's like, oh, it's not perfect, so I don't want to do it. I don't want to touch it. It scares me. Or like if something scares a person doing something new, right, they may procrastinate on the idea of doing it because of that fear. So I feel like I used to have that fear of doing new things that I would just find other ways to like get through with it so when I said that I would produce more than I consume it's like I made it a thing to like push myself to be like even if you're afraid like you just have to do it like I feel like when we were talking when you first texted me right and you're like I can talk now I was like oh my gosh like I was trying to find every single way to be like is there any way that I can just maybe like push it off because I was so scared of like this is my first interaction with someone and it's it's a really great feeling once you procrastinate you, you procrastinate you can't really do anything about it except like slap on the wrist and like do better next time but there's yeah. such a gratifying feeling of doing stuff that scares the hell out of you it's so nice it's like you have to kind of balance the good and the bad like what are you getting out of not doing it and what are you getting out of doing it yeah I think that's a good question for everyone to ask themselves so what are you getting out of that procrastination because sometimes you can get something yeah and sometimes sometimes we kind of need the procrastination to um to get that to, to get prepared, to get into the right mindset, exactly. to get uh, to work. And sometimes we need it. And sometimes it's just not helpful to put, to just, um, to, to feel bad about it because yeah. it, it can be helpful. However, it's a good question to ask yourself, is, do you really get something from that procrastination or is it just, you know, fear or, or something like that? Yeah. Um, so... For me, when it comes to what I struggle with is I don't really uh, struggle with, you know, doing some small task right at the second because, you know, like it was with you. Like I can talk right now. It's just, you know, talking. I can do it now. But I do struggle with having a bigger project, which takes, I don't know, a week, uh, two weeks, a month. And I struggle with doing a little bit of work, but do it consistently. I am sadly the type of person who leaves the work for the last second and yeah. then like binges the amount of work <laughs> uh, uh, just before the deadline. And 
it makes me really annoyed with myself sometimes because I would like to, just like you do, I would like to produce and do things in advance. Um, but it's just, I don't know why, it's just that I know that I don't have to do it in advance because I am pretty good at doing things last second and I think sometimes it's hard to um, negotiate with me because I know like, you know, I don't really have to do it earlier, so why would I? And I have that little voice who who says, you know, Julia, you, you don't have to do it now, you will do just fine if you do it before the deadline but then then i won't do just fine because i would i could have the peace um i would be so much happier and calmer without the stress i could just you know get that done with uh the first day and then for the whole week i can forget about it and on the deadline i would just know you know what it's fine i can just i can just uh finish it yeah but yeah, this is something that I really struggle with. And so consistency is one of the biggest things and, and doing it a little by little. And I think this is something that I could learn from you because, you know, you do things like a month in advance, like your episodes. <laughs> like I plan, And this is like a yeah. lot. Like I plan a month in advance of like all my episodes because I kind of want to like like have a theme at least like at least this year I started having like a theme for like my months and I'm trying to keep that so I like to plan in advance so I can at least like write everything out get everything situated but what you were saying with like you you wish you would do it like earlier but you you know you're good if you do it at a certain time I say like like if if that's how you work, if you if that's the easiest way to you, if it can't, if you're not feeling like any type of stress from recording the episode like the day before or two days before, then I say keep doing it because that's working for you. Of course, if you want to change it up, maybe if maybe when you record one episode and you still have time, it's like, hey, I can actually record another one and maybe record another one, you know, type, I don't know if you like type ideas out, but even having like little ideas typed out being like, oh, what do I want to like talk about in like my next episodes, just having that really helps, especially if you feel like you have like a brain fart, and you're like, I don't know what the hell to talk about, you'd be like, okay, what ideas have I had, and you can look over, and you can be like, oh, I can actually talk about that, like in the next one, and it really helps. Yeah, I, I, I use Notion, Notion is like oh, my, me too. I love <laughs> notion so much i mean i could just record a whole episode just above notion but the thing is it's hard to record um, an episode like a podcast episode about yeah. a program or an app because you usually need to show it and yeah. <laughs> you need the visuals so it's hard to do it when it comes to just sound um, I was thinking I really wanted to record about notion but um, when it comes to notion I keep all of my like ideas yeah but usually um even though i have some ideas i am not satisfied so i yeah. be, right before the couple of days before i'm just sitting and through those ideas and if if i think you know this speaks to me i want i want to talk about this um then it's fine but more often than not i'm just like you know what i hate all of these ideas <laughs> and i'm sitting and i'm trying to think of something else um 
sometimes I revisit my old my old blog posts yeah. to find ideas and I found that really helpful. That's smart. Because then I, I, I take those old ideas and I look at them with like some fresh fresh perspective. Yeah. So it makes for something that I've already been thinking about for a couple of months or even longer and then I can have I can use my old ex- my new experience um, and apply it to to this. Yeah. But let's uh, get let's get to uh, how can we fight procrastination because I think this is the most important thing that we really uh, can say and we can talk about because I think that the every person that clicked on uh, this episode really wanted to learn like really how can I fight this procrastination because this is really annoying me and so what or what is your biggest advice that you would you would uh, you would do well what helps personally for me of course because I always talk about like person like I always talk about like my own journey and what has helped me so what has helped me is like I said planning my my mornings the night before because when you wake up you have that list in front of you like okay this is what I need to do but if you wake up without that list personally for me I would then just like do whatever and not really focus on what needed to be done um also like I said I plan like my I have like my yearly goals but then I kind of like make them into smaller milestones and smaller goals and I'm not going to act perfect there's still some things that I still haven't done that I've been needing to do the past three months but like again I'd be pushing that off and it's also like sometimes you can bite off more that than you can chew and that's also something i i struggle with where i'm putting so much stuff on my plate that in a way i like spread myself a little too thin and that can lead to procrastination for the fact of there's so many things so you're just like oh my gosh what do i need to do like i need to get this done but then oh my gosh i need to get that done and being able to like make your to-do list into smaller um portions will really help in getting things done efficiently because you're not sitting here being like oh my gosh I have to do this this and this and this but also I'm not saying that you only need to do those three things if you have other things that you can do then of course do it but you won't feel so pressured to get everything done um also just remembering why you're doing it really yeah exactly your purpose because like it's it's fear right say that again it's it's fear. I think yeah. that what you're saying with those uh, making your big task into a couple of small tasks, it's just about making it a little bit less scary because yeah. why we usually why we are not doing something that we should be doing is because we are fearing it. Yeah. And we I think the way to stop being scared that you have to write, you know, 10 pages of an essay is to to just think about what are you expecting of yourself and letting go of those expectations because usually why we're scared of this writing this big essay because we're we have the expectations of it being boring or hard of of maybe us having to do a lot of research and how can we really let go is to understand that 
we should not have any expectations yeah. because those expectations are why we are fearing it and exactly. uh, having a mindset with you know going to it with an open mind and thinking you know it's not gonna kill me it's just an essay <laughs> maybe it's even going to be pleasurable because i maybe i like the topic or i like the research or maybe i can put some nice jazzy music uh, in the background and work on it and maybe that will be may, that will make it easier so yeah. i think that there are a lot of ways that we can turn uh, around the expectations yeah. of what the task or of what we think the task would look like i like how you say expectations because that i believe is where all the fear stems from is the expectation is feeling like oh i'm doing this so i need to be as good as this top person because you're looking up at everyone else doing like all the like the people who've been doing podcasts for years who have like millions of like downloads you're just like dang like I I, I want to get there like I have to be there but then that fear of can I even get there kind of pushes you of just like ooh, like should I do it like should I take that leap like sometimes you just have to take that leap and hope for the best like really and having that expectation of being like oh I need to be the best kind of scares people sometimes like it scares me sometimes thinking like oh I have to be the best and then it's like no I don't I just have to be me like I you yeah that's, that's why really it. I was talking about it in my uh, perfectionism episode because uh, very very often people who are perfectionists are people who pro procrastinate yeah not because they don't want to do the work but they the expectations of doing it perfectly so is it's scary because yeah. you will never do it perfectly. And, mm. you know, usually, you know, people who are perfectionists are really want, they really want to do the work. And when they are scared of the work and they don't do it, then they feel even, even worse. Yeah. And then it's just like a really, a really bad circle. And it can really just destroy you and make you hate something that you used to love. Yes. Um, <laughs> that's why I think a lot of artists who are perfectionists start to hate doing what they used to love and they hate drawing or they hate singing because now it's their job and now they have to do it and now they want to do it the best they can but they're they're not because they're just simply not perfect and then just the amount of pressure they put on themselves yeah. makes them really hate what they used to love yeah that's, that's scary i think that happened to me in art school definitely because when i started um doing art i just i did it for fun i didn't do it as a grade um again i went to in high school so this was just me coming from middle school just having fun drawing doing i didn't even think i would get in because we had to like try out but then it was like everything it was like you have to do these sketches and you're gonna get graded on it and then you're seeing everyone else's work and you're just like like, wow I actually suck <laughs> like like it really like hurts and you're like dang and it came to a point where like I was in art and I just didn't enjoy it. I didn't enjoy drawing no more I didn't enjoy painting it became more of a stressful thing to me which I hate that it ended up becoming that because it, it it was the perfectionism it was it was wanting to be perfect and i think that perfectionism and procrastination literally link back to back because yeah. the, 
it's that's really why most people procrastinate is because they want it to be perfect is they want that 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 podcast to be perfect they want that blog post to be perfect they want that website to be perfect so perfect that they don't even post it till like a year later because they were so busy working on that and what I realized because I actually started creating um growing with cat in April 2020 so it was my idea in April 2020 I didn't post my first um post on instagram till september 2020 that's six whole months between girl that's that's not so bad i was like waiting with with my blog it was over a year and then with my podcast it was like also like six months or even more so yeah i i am really good at that so <laughs> so yeah so the first piece of advice and the biggest i think that we can give to you is to really let go of the expectations of exactly. how the work will look like or how it should look like it you you may think that it will be boring or you may think that it will be scary or you may think that it actually will hurt you because you have some type of expectation and and you would think that you will feel bad and feel guilty and you don't want to feel guilty because who no there's no a normal person who wants to feel guilty of course so because of uh, that fear of of hating yourself you don't even start because you don't want to hate yourself and yep. it's easier not to do anything than some to do something bad and and then to feel guilty and about it exactly and <laughs> also i think i recently came upon an interview uh, by matt diavella you know matt diavella he has this famous youtube channel he's a great great um, great filmmaker and he's working with minimalists Anyway, mm-hmm. he had an interview with uh, Stephen Kotler, uh, who is an author, journalist, and, and researcher on the flow state. And if you don't know, flow is uh, the state of our brain when we are just in the zone. Mm-hmm. Um, in flow, we are extremely focused on what we are doing at the moment. And it doesn't matter if the thing is snowboarding or doing puzzles. We are just very focused on the task at hand and everything else seems to fade away. Um and flow is also the reason why extreme sport athletes can perform their tricks. And it's just a state of an optimal, optimal performance when we just forget about the whole world and when we just focus on writing or on recording or drawing or something like that. And Stephen Kotler studied the human brain performance for years and he discovered also some things about procrastination. And he said that there are two reasons why we, we procrastinate. And he says that the challenge, the thing that we have to do is either too boring or too hard. And I think this is very important to realize which is which one is the case for you. Because uh, if, if the thing, if the challenge is too boring, then you can, like I said, make it more entertaining with... For example, if you're writing that essay with some music or listening to something or maybe doing it with your colleague and and having a study session together. So this is what you do when the challenge is too boring. But then you have to ask yourself, what is the reason? Because maybe the task is just too hard. And then, like you said before, it is very helpful to break down the task into smaller, smaller tasks. And that is what we do if the challenge is too too hard so do you agree with Stephen Kotler that there are two reasons for procrastinations I actually didn't even know about the first reason about it being boring and like 
I completely agree with that because that's another thing, like, especially in school, like, if school was boring to me, I did not do any of the homework, like, on to be very honest. So hearing that, like, it's like, yeah, like, I agree with that completely. Like, it's either too boring or too hard, but then there is ways, just like you said, to kind of fix that and help with that, like you said. Yeah, I, I just, when I saw it, I just thought, yeah, like, this is really why you have two choices like you can also say there i love the quote i don't know who said it but uh, someone says that all we do in life is either because we are scared or because of love and i really love that and i think that is true and when you really like break down how you feel all of what we do is either because we love something or we want to be loved loved or something like that yeah. Or because we are scared. And I think this is kind of what, similarly to here, uh, we are not doing uh, something because it's either too too boring or too hard. Um, so I do, I kind of agree with that. I think there, there might be more like smaller reasons. But yeah. when you actually get get really down to what truly is happening inside of you, then it's either too boring or or too hard yeah so what else i think can we do um if the task or if we procrastinate on on the task um i have written down i've written down some of my tips and tricks as well and um and are also i mean you said that which is um, writing the task down and making it non-negotiable um so uh, when i write down in my calendar that i am writing from 3 p.m to 5 p.m then this task is non-negotiable to me because it is there it's written down and it's looking at me and if (laughs) i don't do it then i will feel really guilty so (laughs) so that is really i think help helpful for me um but but yeah that i think like organizing your life in the way that you know what is going to happen and you're not thinking oh what I would like to do now maybe I would like to maybe you know what I would like to go to sleep right now (laughs) so when you have uh, your life organized and you you're not thinking what I want to do now you know that it's it's just non-negotiable you just do it and you and you're just not thinking are you supposed to do it or are you not supposed to do it because everything everything is planned out in advance yeah i like personally like a great thing to do is if you want to start bringing like so i was very i used to be bad with like my mental health my physical health my emotional health i used to suck at that i used to not even care to even think about that right um just like writing down like hey write this like let's say essay from this time to this time even pointing like putting in your calendar like hey um if you like journaling like journal from here to here or hey like listen um to this very like motivational podcast or do some yoga or like personally for me I like manifest but I wouldn't I literally wouldn't take the time to put in my manifest journal, like manifest something just because it wasn't on my calendar, just because I had other stuff. And I was like, oh, I'm finished with this. So let me just do this other thing when it's like, hey, you actually really want to do that. So writing down like 
do some yoga, journal, manifest, putting that there. Yeah, those little little things as well. Yeah, it, it helps like stick everything, like just in general. So it doesn't even have to be like business wise or school wise. It can also be like health wise, just running. Hey, I want to run from this time to this time. So when you wake up, you're like, okay, I, I put it there. So I guess I got to do it. So it kind of works out yeah. like that. Yeah, for me also, what's really helpful with my procrastination. So I struggle with um, my phone and having that balance and not using it too much. And so right now I'm doing this social media detox. So it plays uh, much less of a role right now. Yeah. But usually when, when I'm not doing any sort of detox, then I really focus on avoiding distractions. Okay. So you have to ask yourself... What are the types of things that you do when you procrastinate? Is it like YouTube or is it uh, just, you know, sleeping or something? And then um, trying to, to avoid that or to not, not to feel like you need to do, a, do that. Um, so if you sleep when you procrastinate, then get some more sleep yeah. uh, at night. Or when you, when you struggle with uh, your phone, then I would recommend... I recommend leaving the phone in the other room or uninstalling social media apps. I found that really, really helpful um, because, you know, then it has some traction or uh, it's just it's not so easy to to, you know, click on that on that Instagram uh, icon yeah. when it's uninstalled and you have to go through the whole thing and uh, installing it again. And it's just when you think about, you know, maybe it's just easier to, to just get to work and, and, and not not get to the uh, Instagram. So I found, you know, avoiding distractions really, really helpful. So I actually did a social media detox um, episode. And one of the key things I talk about before, like deleting all the apps is kind of pay attention to who you're following what you're following and what you are consuming because um a lot of people when like you do get distracted from the app i used to follow like 200 people and i literally like on my regular like page i used to follow like 200 people and i put it down to like 40 people like no joke because i kind of sat there i'm like okay who am i actually following like i just followed like random crap and i'm like okay this isn't helping me so let me like what is it doing to serve me and i think that helps a lot because one you're deleting people who don't really do anything for you so that kind of deletes having constant like post because you know when you swipe down and like it, it um reboots i guess yeah, you would say it has new, new, yeah, you new, get new posts, yeah right. you get addicted to it you're like oh what's the new stuff what's the new stuff so doing that really helps also maybe following people who like make you want to get to work you get what i'm saying like when you see other yeah, people doing business Oh, say what you were going to say? No, just it's uh, just like I do that already. And this is annoying because, you know, I made my my Instagram account is really a place where I get inspired because yeah. I mostly follow a lot of scientists and athletes and just like people who are really like, you know, I just look up to them and yeah. it's just great. However, I still spend more time because then it's productive procrastination yeah. i i feel good about scrolling through instagram because i think you know there are scientists there's just athletes you know it's good that i that i'm watching it and then i cannot find the balance because yeah 
I just, you know, I go overboard and then I spend too much time scrolling through it. So then again, I do think it's a good idea to rethink who are you following. Yeah. But then, you know, I in my own experience, that was not enough because then I would still, I yeah. would still, you know, um, watch and think, you know what, this is so great. You know, they are so, I will, I will <laughs> go to work in a second. I will do the same thing, but just, you know, just five more minutes. And you and just it's, keep going and going. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because it kind of feels productive. Yeah. But then it's not really. Maybe, uh, have you ever thought of like, um, downloading there are certain like apps where they'll do like you can it'll be like an app where it's like okay 30 minutes and then it'll like it'll like be a timer and then it'll give you like five minutes of break time have you ever downloaded like any of those apps i know that there exists but yeah for me it's just so much easier to to just uninstall yeah. the, the instagram app and, and and just you know uh, have it um on my screen just for like 30 minutes on or one hour a day okay and that's it's, it's just easier for for me but yeah i even uh i have that question uh, written down because i wanted to ask you if you have any type of like you know tips or or tricks or any sort of apps that help you be more focused on on your work or like for me what i do have to get done with something then i just take my phone and i put it in the next room yeah. or i uninstall the things and just avoid any distractions distractions that way um but do you do you have any sort of uh tips or tricks that you do um to 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 avoid them um app wise no i'm really not one to download apps um i've tried those of course i personally have tried those productivity apps and they Eh, like I can I can do without them just like you said I can do without them I just wanted to see like what you would think of them um but mostly like having that list there just personally keeps me like on track and like sometimes but on some real shit sometimes I I do be looking at my phone and I do get stuck scrolling through and that does happen um but I usually catch myself so I guess I'm lucky to be able to say that, like I can catch myself from that. Um, but yeah, just writing those goals before like the night, having those goals there, knowing like, hey, why am I doing this? Like knowing your purpose. Journaling has also really helped me personally because um, when I do get like stressed out or da da, I like journal and I journal out like how I'm feeling. And that really helps me from procrastinating way too long because sometimes I can procrastinate by just worrying. Like I'm just like, oh my God, I have this to do, this to do, this to do what like what am I doing like and my whole brain feels like it's like too many things are going on I know how you feel yeah so like just yeah it's it's bad it's it gets bad sometimes so being able to just you know journal out how I feel helps like saves hours of me just really stressing out sometimes just taking a walk helps too like like being very honest I, I feel you like walks like walks are the best. Yeah. Like I go f- when I struggle, when I feel bad, like, you know, like a week ago, I was in that sort of, I wasn't feeling great. I was kind of disappointed with, uh, with my work. And yeah. sometimes I just, I had those expectations and I was just like, oh, and there were like some personal stuff going on. And I was just like, 
I didn't really know what to do with myself because I felt discouraged yeah. to do the work and I didn't really feel um, like I wanted to rest because, you know, I just ended my holidays. So yeah. I got plenty of rest. <laughs> so I was just like, you know what? I went on a walk and usually when I go for a walk, I listen to podcasts. And But then I just, I decided to go for a walk with myself. And I just, when I was walking, I asked myself this question I told you I sometimes talk with myself and yeah. it's weird and I sometimes do it out loud and I think that people who are passing on the street think that I'm just like crazy person who <laughs> escaped the you know mental hospital yeah yeah well and so I just asked myself like Julia what the fuck is wrong why do you feel like that and and what can we do like stop uh, being so miserable and like actually what can we do to to prevent you feeling this way yeah and yeah i mean walks walks are great personally i don't i think i oh say what you're gonna say no i just i thought like i interrupted you and i don't (laughs) know really what why but yeah just walks are great (laughs) (laughs) but personally i think what you do is so smart of being able to like even have that awareness to even talk to yourself and ask yourself hey how are you feeling like why do you feel like this because i feel like we all like growing up personally me I never really asked myself how are you I never asked myself yo what's wrong I never I just always thought like oh you're crazy like why are you stressed out why are you this like you have to keep pushing yourself that's also something um burnout that is also something that can lead to a lot of procrastination is burning yourself out because not even taking like you need to take those little breaks throughout the day like even just getting up and walking is much needed in your daily life because it gives you time to breathe you need those times to breathe and if you don't give yourself that time to breathe what ends up happening is you burn yourself out and you end up taking more more time for yourself than what you would have needed if you just took those little breaks like personally with me um in 2020 like the end of it I took a whole two-week break like at the end of the year because all I was doing was burning myself out. Literally every single moment of the day, I was just working. I was on my computer, not even taking a second off, would be working from like 7 a.m. to like 11, like 11 at night, like not even joking, like wouldn't even take time to like freaking eat. Like I would be eating and working. And what that made me realize was fuck like I really messed myself up like I really needed those little breaks so uh, that's why I started implementing those in my daily things like I said like putting journal putting yoga putting this because I realized on that two-week break that if I just did that like if I gave myself that time and that that bit in the morning like that really does help overall because you're still taking care of yourself like we need to remember to take care of ourselves every single day plus our business like invest in ourselves as much as we invest in everything else because if we don't invest in ourselves then what are we gonna what are we really doing we're really just in a way like killing ourselves slowly if we don't take care of ourselves so that's yeah (laughs) yeah I mean I love that because like for me running plays that that role and I do walk uh, when I feel overwhelmed but you know if it wasn't for running I mean I'm sure like all the listeners are kind of sick of me that point on, on that point when I you know I'm just talking about running all the time but it is it just it plays 
such a big role in my life because yeah. um, it's a way for me to, you know, get some exercise, but it is also a way for me to relax and rethink everything. And I love running in the morning because then you are, you have that reset yeah. and you start the day off with having a fresh mind and yeah. a fresh perspective and you are not angry. Like I never came home from around angry yeah. because, you know, you are always just relieved and you are happy and you have that new um, wave of endorphins and, and dopamine. So it, it feels great and it it ha it is a reset. Also, I don't think anyone's But. tired of you talking about running because it's something that helps you. So I say keep talking about it. Keep letting people know. <laughs> because really, no joke, you're, you're making me think. I listened to your episode about running and how you said you should be able to have a conversation when you run. And I'm like, you know what? If I can have a conversation when I run, it doesn't seem that bad. So, you know, you're getting me in the thought of maybe running here or there. Just a little bit. Yeah, I mean, I'm so happy. I, I would love for more people to run because I think it could be very beneficial and I love that uh, some people and some friends like reach out to me and say you know what I'm rethinking running I'm rethinking running and most of the time they rethink it but they don't they don't do it but yeah. even though they they start to think maybe I should do it then it gets them a little bit closer to starting yeah um But uh, going back to procrastination, um, at the end, I also, <laughs> yeah, well, that's just normal to me. I just go on all the tangents. Me too. Um, <laughs> but I think, I mean, that's like the beauty of podcasting. Like, yeah. uh, if you are, I've uh, saw that there's like this Star Wars podcast because I don't know, I was just uh, browsing some podcasts and there are these guys who just talk, they're, they're supposed to talk about like, things and movies and compare them to Star Wars but they just end up talking about anything and everything and they have this this kind of segment yeah. which is weird because they're talking about Wendy's like the <laughs> restaurant and it, they don't really know because like there was an episode when they started to talk about it and then it was just it become it became a segment yeah. and now each episode they're talking about Wendy's <laughs> and it's just Yeah, like, I think it's, like, a be the beauty of podcasting, you know, yeah. going, talking about anything and everything. But then again, you know, I wanted to, to ask you a question, and then I went on, on talking about, you know, Star Wars podcast. <laughs> well, um, I wanted to talk about productive procrastination a little bit more, because I think we can use it in as an, our own advantage, actually, because um, there we can you know we have all of these goals like for me i wanted to learn spanish and to speak spanish better and to uh, play piano better and i think using these kind of um, things and these little activities that we already want to have in our lives and using them as a procrastination i think it's very helpful so if you want to learn how to play the guitar and you have to, you know, do some kind of writing, then as a procrastination, you can just play the guitar and you will, you know, get a little bit more relaxed yeah. and actually learn something which you already wanted to do. And I think in that way, we can use procrastination as our advantage. Yeah. Um, should I, like, talk about... <laughs> no, I mean, it's just, like, I think 
we are, you know, talking how to fight procrastination, yeah. but it is crucial to mention that we actually do need rest. We don't yes. really need procrastination per se. However, we do need to have some kind of a rest. And sometimes we call rest procrastination, yeah. but we have to be mindful that, you know, sometimes you are just not in the right mindset for a type of task and then when you are not focused enough and you have you know this a lot of energy and you cannot sit in uh, one place then it's better for you to actually procrastinate doing these these emails and actually go for a run and then you have this uh, task of going for a run and it's accomplished and then you you know spend you spend all of that energy and then you can actually sit down with a calmer mind and then you can go and tackle what you actually wanted to do so i think that procrastination can actually be used if if it is under control then uh, quote procrastination can be a good thing just like everything too much of something isn't always good so just like you said, having those too much of doing your work and just doing your work is not good. But too much of being on your phone is not good. Just like too much of doing a certain thing when you need to do something else is not good. So I like how you said that, like, yes, sometimes you just can't stay in your chair and you just you have to do something. So what's the point of writing all those emails? Because you may not do it as good as maybe, hey, take like a 10, 20 minute break, go on a run just dance I don't know do something and even though to some people that would seem as procrastination sometimes it is much needed I feel like when we call it productive procrastination it's easier to say it's procrastinating but sometimes you know what it is much needed it is it is productive like sometimes doing journaling and going on a run and doing these small little things taking these small little breaks is being productive because we're taking care of ourselves we're, we're taking time to be like, hey, like, I need a break. So let me take a break. It's m instead of being like, oh, I need to get these emails done. I need to get this done. I need to do this. And it doesn't come out as good as you want it. I know personally for me, um, one, one, like a couple months ago when I was creating certain episodes, I got really sad, like very, very sad out of nowhere. And I still. I still decided to create episodes that day when like there's like a certain type of energy like you I, I hope like you understand what I mean like you want that good energy yeah, I mean I know no no so like having not that good energy like hor hormones are shit I know <laughs> hormones are just you know be being a woman is sometimes like the, oh it's just, annoying you know, having all that yeah it's annoying it's annoying sometimes because sometimes I'll be great and then out of nowhere I'll just get sad and I'll be like oh crap but like I had it like like I said I had it planned to do episodes so I'm like I'm gonna get these done so I got sat out of nowhere I did the episodes the episodes like I did 10 episodes um in one day and it took me six hours to do 10 episodes that didn't even last 30 minutes each like I'm not even joking with you so you understand how long that took and guess what yeah. I ended up only keeping five so the other five I trashed because I didn't like them. And if I just took that moment, like you said, to maybe just take the day off, even 
to anyone else that would seem as oh you're being um you're procrastinating or you're not really doing what you said you were doing it's like I need that day off and I think we need to be able to realize when we need those days off when we need those breaks and just like you said with you being so self-aware being able to like tell yourself like hey how are you feeling like how are you doing like how am I and being able to connect with yourself like that if everyone could connect to themselves like that I feel like we would be we would be much healthier people especially when it comes to work yeah Yeah, I think that the rule that we can set right now is that procrastination is good as long as you have it under control as long as you are aware that you don't actually want to be doing that task and you prefer to do something else for a bit because you need to or you just that's what you feel like doing as long as you have things under control and it's not like you are mindlessly going and you're not even aware that you are doing something else as long as you know that you want to do something something else I think procrastination can be good but you know uh, I think that having things under control is is necessary. It's here. key, yeah. But yeah, well, Kat, this would be this has been such such a pleasure, and I really really enjoyed talking to you. Me too. And I really hope we can do it again soon. Of course, I hope I wasn't too awkward. I ramble a lot. Like if I don't have like words like written down, I I tend to ramble. So I hope I didn't ramble. You were too perfect. Much. Stop it. You are perfect. Awesome. Thank you. <laughs> Like when you when you said that you were kind of an introvert, I still cannot believe it because for me you are just such a happy bubbly person, and I would never for a second thought that you were an awkward person. I just <laughs> think you are just perfect um, for podcasts, Thank and you. Um, you just use all the all the right words. And I think yeah, it's it's such a pleasure to to talk to you, and I'm sure. This will not be your last appearance mm-hmm. on, on the Being Better podcast, and we will we will uh, speak to each other really soon. Of course. <laughs> so thank you, and My see pleasure. you soon. We'll see you soon. <laughs> so that was the conversation with the most lovely cat, and I so much enjoyed talking to her. And I hope you did as well. Um, she will probably be a reoccurring guest. And once again, you can find all of her work, her recommendation, her podcast, her uh, workbook, all of that will be attached in the show notes if you are interested. And yeah, I will now move on to the insights of this week, but I will keep it short because I know that this episode was a little bit longer than the usual Um, and my insight of this week is paralysis by analysis. You know, I know that, I I think you all know that I am a perfectionist, um, guilty one, because I don't think it's a, you know, a really good quality to have. And the most, one of the most annoying thing about perfectionism is just the paralysis by analysis and how much time does it take for you to to make a decision and you know you just I can spend at least three days to do the research if I want to you know spend money on something and if it is over a hundred dollars then I can spend even more 
just trying to make the right decision and it is just very annoying. I used to think that it is a good thing and I make the better choices than, than maybe other people would do. But then recently I had a situation when someone made the choice for me and I didn't have to think for one second and I was surprised how nice it felt even if the choice is not as good and even if you know you spend some more or some less money or you buy a product which is not of a that much higher quality or if you know your podcast logo is not the best you know having that peace of mind and just not stressing so much is actually so nice and this is what I've learned this week that I don't actually want to make the perfect decision because it's just not worth the stress and not worth my time because you know time is the most valuable resource we have and I don't want to waste you know a lot of my precious hours on uh, this earth trying to to make you know some meaningless decisions about you know my running shoe because right now I'm researching uh, what running shoe to buy if I should go with some kind of more minimalistic shoe or a cushion shoe and I just started to think that it's just not not worth it. So to all my fellow perfectionists out there, uh, know that paralysis by analysis is a real thing and it doesn't have to be that way and you don't have to spend so much time um, thinking about this small, small thing because thinking about the small aspects of your business or of your goal and you know if you want to learn how to play the piano don't focus on which piano to buy just buy the cheapest one and I'm sure it will work and then if you are thinking that you want to upgrade then you will just upgrade and it will just make it easier you will start faster and you will learn faster so yeah that was my that was my insight of this week and I hope I I helped you somehow. And thank you so much for listening to this week's episode and I will speak to you in the next one. written, edited and produced by Julia Spohr. If you want to learn more, visit our website that's in the show notes or visit the Facebook page which is also attached in the show notes. If you want to support the show, the best way to do that is to tell your friends about it, either by just telling them by the spoken word or using your social media platforms. Also, a great way to help is to write a review and to subscribe to the show. I really appreciate each and every one of you who does that and it's a great, great help. Thank you so much for listening and I will speak to you very, very soon.